<clears throat> well, we're going to try and get through this. I mean, you know, it's uh, Thursday, September 24th, 2020. Thursday, September 24th, 2020. Or if you'd like, call it Friday Eve. It's about a week before Halloween. Is that about right? Yeah, about a week before Halloween. I guess Halloween's going to be on a Friday night. Good. Kids can go out and get COVID. Hooray! With their candy. You know, with uh, everybody touching the candy and putting it in bags and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, what fun! (laughs) Oh, we got to move on to something serious. You know what? As I was recording yesterday's show, uh, the announcement came in the uh, Breonna Taylor uh, murder. And, uh, you know, I have something to say because it's much worse than you think. I mean, you've seen the news of the day and nobody has quite, uh, mentioned this angle I'm about to mention. I, it's, it's way more serious than you think the message that this sends. But first, I mean, massive protests, uh, broke out, not just in Louisville, but across the United States, uh, uh late yesterday. Uh, following the announcement uh, of the grand, uh, grand jury's decision not to charge Louisville police officers in the March murder of uh, Breonna Taylor. Mind you, this is just an indictment, meaning they won't even try to put the officers on trial for it. That's what that says. It means that the officers are off the hook. They're not even going to trial. This was just an investigation by a grand jury. That's it. (sighs) The uh, grand jury case indicated one former detective, uh, I'm sorry, indicted one former detective on three counts of wanton endangerment for recklessly firing shots into adjoining apartments. Uh, Actually, into one adjoining apartment, and I'll get to that in a second. a decision uh, that lets the uh, other two officers who shot Taylor six times off the hook. They're off the hook completely. Uh, The three officers in total uh, fired 32 shots into uh, Taylor's apartment. And of course, shots went outside of the apartment. That's according to investigators. But you know we're going to unpack this. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. First, the neighboring apartments did not hear the officers say they were police before entering. But the police continued to ask everybody multiple times. There was one witness upstairs who said the police announced it. But that's not the whole story. His first interview, he said he did not hear the police announce that they were police. The investigators kept returning and kept asking the same leading questions. And eventually he was worn down and decided to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I must have heard the police. Can you imagine the smile on those detectives face when he finally broke down and decided to claim to say that the that he heard the police announce that that they were police when he first said his first interview, he said, no, they didn't do it when it was fresh in his mind. And he said, No, they didn't do it. But after badgering him with repeated interviews, he finally said, oh, maybe, maybe they said it. Yeah, yeah, they said it. (sighs) 
Uh, that's the first problem. Doesn't that seem odd that it took multiple visits from police to get him to change his story? I, I'd like to I'd like to hear those interviews. I wonder if they recorded those interviews. I'd like to hear those interviews that finally wore him down into claiming that uh, uh, into saying that 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 police announced themselves. But let's look at the wanton endangerment charges. That charge wasn't about Brianna Taylor or, or, or her, or her uh, boyfriend. The officers didn't wantonly endanger them. No, it has nothing to do with them. Well, it sort of has something to do with them. The decision does. He was charged with wanton endangerment because his bullets strayed into a neighboring apartment of a white person. Could have hurt a white person. Can't have that. Wanton endangerment. You can't be shooting bullets wildly. But I want you to think carefully about this wanton endangerment charge. I want you to think carefully. Put on that critical thinking hat and think about it. That officer wasn't charged with for wantonly endangering a white person in the next room. I mean, he was, but that's not the only thing he was charged with. Those bullets went into the other room because they missed Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend. He was charged because he missed his target. What kind of a message does that does that uh, 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 give? That a police officer is charged for missing his target. He was charged for not riddling Brianna Taylor's body with more bullets. That's what he was charged with. He was charged with missing his target. What kind of message is that? A police officer can be charged... A police officer can be charged with not murdering someone. Oh, you made a mistake. You didn't murder her. Ah, we're going we're gonna to charge you. We'll find something to charge you with. And wait, there's more. There's more. And this is what I, I, I alluded to earlier. Bullets, you know, the wanton endangerment charge was for that, that, uh, uh, that white person in the next apartment. But bullets also strayed into a black neighbor's apartment. But there was no wanton endangerment charges there. Think about that. The only charges brought were against endangering a white person. I have, I, I, I have one more thing to say about this, personally. And, and mind you, I, if you've heard me, if you've listened to me, I choose my words carefully. These are my words. This is a fucking whitewash Yes, I'm choosing my words carefully. It's a whitewash. Uh, so Trump was asked about this. 
Trump dodged a, a reporter's questions about whether he believes the grand jury's decision was just and uh, took the opportunity to praise himself. And he's done this before. He said, my message is that I love the black community and I've done more for the black community than any other president. And I say with the possible exception of Abraham Lincoln, and I mean that. Donald Trump said that, that he's done more for black people than any other president, except for maybe Abraham Lincoln. Is he insane? Oh, well, we've answered that several times, of course. But this isn't the first time he's made this claim. He did it a few weeks ago, I talked about it, where, where he said, oh, I do, I've done more for black people than any other president before. Are you kidding me? How many in, uh, uh, underlings in his administration are, are African-American again? How many is it? I think I talked about that once before. Is there an African-American in his administration? Hmm. Let me see. What has he done for black people? Uh, let me see. He had that rally in Tulsa. And uh, he invited uh, that, uh, what's that guy's name? The, the black guy that, that ran for uh, president, uh, the guy that owned, owned, what was it, Papa John's? He invited him to the rally. That was really nice. Oh, wait a minute. He died from COVID because uh, of that rally. What has Donald Trump done for, for black people? Really? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Kanye West. There's Kanye West. Hmm. Well, he's a rich black person. What is he, a billionaire or something? I don't know. I'm I'm digressing. Let me let me move back. Um, <clears throat> uh, two Louisville uh, police officers were shot uh, last night as protesters marched following the news uh, that only one of the three officers involved in Breonna Taylor's murder was indicted on first degree wanton endangerment charges. Uh, shortly before 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, uh, county, uh, there was a countywide curfew. There were reports of gunfire near one of the marches. Uh, two of the responding officers were shot and had non-life-threatening wounds. Uh, Interim Police Chief Robert Schroeder uh, uh, told reporters that uh, a suspect was in custody. And, and one of the officers had surgery. It was probably just pull, pulling a bullet out of his arm or something. I don't know. Um... Yesterday, something interesting happened with Trump. Imagine that. What is is that curse? That curse that says, may you live in interesting times? That's actually a curse. Trump threatened sedition yesterday. He was, in fact, he was seditious for sure. President Donald Trump fueled new fears about the election last night when he refused to commit to a peaceful transition of power if Biden wins in November. He said, we're going to have to see what happens. Get rid of the ballots, Trump said, and you'll have a very... He stopped there. He says, there won't be a transfer. Frankly, there'll be a continuation. The ballots are out of control. The Democrats know it better than anybody else. 
that is quite simply sedition. And I'm asking, why isn't Trump in prison? Sedition is conduct or free or, or, uh, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of state. But you got, you're probably asking, is, is sedition free speech? Sort of. It is. Uh, in Brandenburg versus Ohio, the Supreme Court said seditious speech that constitutes an incitement to violence is protected by the First Amendment as long as it does not in- indicate an imminent threat. But I say... Donald Trump saying he will not cede power is an imminent threat to our democracy. And that means he has committed sedition. Donald Trump has committed sedition. Uh, Joe Biden was at a loss for words uh, last night when he was asked about uh, about how he felt about Donald Trump refusing to vow to, uh, to leave office peacefully if he lost the election. Biden responded, what country are we in? He goes, I'm being facetious. I said, what country are we in? Look, he says the most irrational things. I don't know what to say. Uh, Pelosi, this is about uh, our, 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 uh, the seat on the Supreme Court. Pelosi has declined to rule out impeachment as an option to stop Trump's court pick from uh, being confirmed, arguing that uh, the Democrats will use every arrow in our quiver, that's a quote, to block the nominee. Uh, A House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, a worthless worm with no power, he's a Republican here in California, uh, down south, I think near San Diego or something, I could be wrong, could be mid-valley somewhere, but I I thought, eh, it doesn't matter. He threatened yesterday to introduce a motion to oust Speaker Pelosi if she attempts to bring forth a second round of impeachment charges as a way to prevent the Senate from confirming President Trump's Supreme Court nomination. He said, quote, I will make you this one promise listening, uh, listening to the speaker on television this weekend if she tries to move for an impeachment based upon the president's following the Constitution. I think there will be a move on the floor to no longer have the question of her being speaker. She may think she has a quiver. We do too. It, it's actually pretty stupid. Nancy Pelosi never said he, uh, she would uh, impeach him for that. There are dozens of reasons to impeach Trump. And I haven't even, not even, not even including the aforementioned uh, sedition charge. So, yeah, there's that. Let's do another impeachment. I'd like to see that. Uh, this morning, uh, Donald and uh, Melania Trump, the Donald, were booed by crowds at the Supreme Court when they paid their respect to uh, late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I guess I should say when they insulted RBG's family by showing their faces. The crowd yelled, Honor her wish and vote him out. Yeah, vote him out was also heard uh, uh, and being yelled by people uh, standing along the side of the Supreme Court building. Remember, her wish was that uh, she get uh, replaced by the next president. Her dying wish, according to her granddaughter. 
And Don, and then Donald Trump, or who was it, Donald Trump? Basically called the granddaughter a liar. Anyway. <clears throat> I called it on the show yesterday. I called it. I said exactly this. <laughs> I told you this would happen. Donald Trump late Wednesday threatened to, uh, late yesterday, threatened to block the FDA's push for tougher standards because he trusts for-profit pharmaceutical corporations to conduct adequate safety testing. He said, I have tremendous trust in these massive companies that are so brilliantly organized in terms of what they've been doing with the test. I don't know that a government as big as we are could do tests like this. The HEW does test like this. (laughs) He's pretty stupid. Uh, I, I'm sorry, it's not a- ATW anyway. It used to be ATW, Health, Education, Welfare. Now it's uh, Health and Human, HHS, Health and Human, Human Services. I called it ATW. Wow, it hasn't been ATW since I think the 80s. Um, anyway, asked specifically about the FDA's push for stricter vaccine guidelines, the president declared, we may or may not approve it. That sounds like a political move because when you have Pfizer... Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, these great companies coming up with the vaccines and they, they've done testing and everything else. I'm saying, why would they have to be, you know, adding great length to the process? Oh, God. It's just a chore reading his statements. I, I, I don't know where his, his mind jumps around so quickly because he's trying to cut. He's trying to figure out what to say. So he can get reelected. So he he changes in mid sentence, but uh, uh, that's what he said. Uh, the Labor Department reported today that uh, initial jobless claims for the week ending uh, September nineteenth came in at uh, eight hundred seventy thousand, which I, I think was the same as last uh, the previous week. Uh, but expect jobless uh, claims to go down by at least a couple hundred thousand uh, for the next two weeks, starting after next Thursday. Uh, because California has shut down its system so they can catch up and make some fixes. So uh, look forward to that. I, I don't know if it, it'll, it'll show it in next week's numbers, but it'll certainly show it coming up after that. Um, the Department of Justice proposed legislation Wednesday to reform a key liabil- liability shield for te- the uh, tech industry. You know, like uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff and YouTube. Uh, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act uh, protects online platforms from liability for their users' posts, but it also allows them to moderate and remove harmful content uh, content without being penalized. Uh, The draft legislation focuses on uh, two areas of reform. First, it aims to narrow the criteria online platforms must meet to earn the liability protections granted in uh, Section 230. Second, second, it would uh, carve out the statute's immunity for certain cases like offenses involving uh, child sexual abuse. Um, the statute's uh, protections have come under scrutiny in recent years uh, as lawmakers and regulators, you know, they more broadly question the tech industry's power, especially Republicans, because they, they, they say... You see, the tech industry reflects the people, especially social media. It reflects the people. So the people are generally more progressive. 
So uh, especially Republicans are questioning the tech industry's power because they have to reflect what the people are. Anyway, uh, President Trump signed an executive order in May targeting the law, claiming uh, to crack down on alleged censorship by tech platforms. Uh, But, you know, Trump introduced the order shortly after Twitter slapped fact check labels on his tweets uh, the first time. So that's why he did it. I mean, you know, it was kind of obvious. I I noticed there wasn't, uh, you know, when YouTube took took down my video about the census, I, I noticed that, you know, they didn't complain about uh, uh, YouTube doing that. Anyway, uh, the governor of California, my great governor, has ordered regulators to phase out internal combustion engines and ban the sale of new gasoline-fueled cars by 2035, 15 years from now. Uh, With that, California uh, becomes the first state in America to impose such prohibitions, uh, um, and it delivered the biggest surprise to uh, yet to automakers. Already they're under pressure to give up fossil fuels and deliver a new generation of electric cars. And this is a problem for, for the uh, current administration. As you know, where California goes, they have the strictest rules. Where they go, states follow. They have to follow because a lot of cars are made for California. It's such a big state. Um, anyway, Newsom's announcement uh, adds to worldwide momentum this week in the fight against climate change, coming less than a day after China pledged to go carbon neutral by 2060. Of course, that's 40 years out and doubtful. And, and remember, carbon neutral just means they're not adding to it. Uh, 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 and, and, and it means nothing if, if it's so high in your country that people can't breathe. Uh, you, you really have to go carbon negative. Uh, and I was hoping that I quoted that carbon negative term, but actually... Microsoft back in 2016 promised to go carbon uh, carbon negative by 2030. So I didn't think up the term, unfortunately. Uh, Trump uh, has already sued California to stop uh, its fuel standards, but expect the other shoe to drop in a couple of days when Trump, the Trump administration attacks Newsom, uh, the Newsom rule change. Gavin Newsom, he's the uh, governor of uh, California, uh, uh, with legal proceedings. And you know he will. That's going to be the other shoe. Gail Sayers died yesterday. Do you guys know who Gail Sayers was? He was a football player. Uh, He was a great uh, African-American football player and a great runner. I mean, he had six touchdowns in one game, which tied a record at the time. Uh, But Gail Sayers was pretty, uh, 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 pretty amazing. But what... What he's most known for is Billy D. Williams played him in a movie. And I challenge you, right now I'm challenging you, download the movie or, or stream the movie Brian's Song. Brian's Song. Okay? And I challenge you not to cry. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those movies about a best buddy dying from cancer. Oh, man, is it a tearjerker. Um, yeah. Yeah, I challenge you to watch that movie. That's, that's what you should do tonight. Watch Brian's song. And that's it for me. Uh, how did I do today? Let's see. <laughs> Uh, there was quite a bit today. Oh, not so bad. Under 25 minutes. Uh, thanks for listening. You know, 
I, I really appreciate you, and I really appreciate when when you get people to uh, come and uh, you know tell people about me and get people to come. I'm coming up on a hundred episodes in a, in a in a, uh, about two and a half weeks. Coming up on a hundred episodes, and I'd love to have more people listening to me if possible. So yeah, let's let's help me out with this, please, guys. I'd appreciate it. <clears throat> and I should say. <clears throat> Remember, government's profit is measured by the betterment of the people. I'm going to try and remember to say that every time now. I forget sometimes. Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. It's not measured by money. Unless that money is used to better the people. Anyway, this is, P- uh, this is Peter Lawrence. And I'm uh, reporting from Los Angeles. Thursday, September 24th. 2020. Thanks for listening.